eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily, and I'm glad that you're listening to the podcast. Ordinarily, the local stuff that I do on the score in Chicago doesn't usually rise to me talking about on a national level. But considering what happened in the White Sox game yesterday, I thought that it wouldn't be a bad idea to talk about. And that is the idea of where baseball is at and what's what what's the deal with bat flips? What's the deal with bat flips? Tim Anderson hits a home run. He tosses his bat. It's emphatic. He screams at his own dugout. He runs around the bases and celebrates. The next time he comes up to, to bat, Royals pitcher Brad Keller throws at him. He gets hit. It seems like everything's okay, and then it escalates. You have the managers going after each other. The bench is clear. People coming in from the dugout. Tim Anderson is inexplicably thrown out of the game by Joe West. Although I guess the explanation is it's Joe West. So that's why he got thrown out. I got asked yesterday on Twitter while this was going on, because I was I was pretty hot about it. Well, did you ever call a purpose pitch when you were catching? Yes. I actually called one on an umpire that I thought was squeezing my starter. I called an intentional cross-up so the umpire would get hit. It's a Bush League move. It's it's a Neanderthal move, and I'm not proud of it. I, I feel like as a fan, I've evolved because I've now, I've now been exposed to the culture of Latin American baseball. I've seen baseball in Mexico, Nicaragua, and Puerto Rico. Along with being around the game and meeting players from Venezuela and the Dominican Republic and Cuba, I'm also a big fan of of the Korean Baseball League, which if you haven't looked it up on YouTube, you should. Because that league is full of majestic celebrations and bat flips. And my heart has softened. I love this, and I want more of it. The game needs it. Baseball is a sport. Last year, the average person, the average age of the person who watched the All-Star game was 57. If you're going to try and grow this game, you're going to have to appeal 
to a younger fan. And that's not to say that all old guys believe that that bat flipping is wrong. I mean, I'm I'm 43 and I've come around to enjoying them. I just think that the players in the game need to catch up with what the organization is telling them. Last year before the playoffs, Major League Baseball put out this promo video for the playoffs called Let the Kids Play. And it was narrated by Ken Griffey Jr. In fact, you know what? I'm going to play it for you. They said rules are rules. Don't stop and stare. Toss that bat 30 feet into the air. Don't flip your bat. Respect the jersey. He didn't earn that right. They called him unprofessional. No celebrating. Keep your head down. Flashy. Immature. Showboat. They said it all. You don't have to do that. Get a little tired of it. It's something you do not do in baseball. No more talk. Let the kids play. It's just a new world. So that's the ad that Major League Baseball put together back before the playoffs last year to address some of these issues with sound, with actual audio from MLB broadcasters that are talking about the unwritten rules of baseball. I'm really tired of them. Really, really tired of them. And yesterday was a great illustration of the ridiculousness of it. But I do give Major League Baseball itself credit for understanding that it's trying to move in a different direction. To get more perspective on this, I want to talk with someone who was there, Jarrett Willis, who does an incredible job of covering baseball and covers for publications like Forbes magazine, was on hand. So we had a conversation about this, all of the things that go along inside this house of uh, unwritten rules of baseball and where we're moving forward as a baseball society. What's your reaction to what happened between the White Sox and Royals yesterday? Well, it's, you know, the kind of thing that we see every so often where um, you've got kind of these old attitudes about how baseball should be played and how players should react when they do something good, especially when they're batting. A lot of it, I think, is just kind of overblown because I don't see any problem with what Tim Anderson did, and I don't see anything particularly wrong if the pitcher decides that what he needs to do is, is plunk him and he keeps the ball down. Um, and isn't trying to hurt him. That's that's something that I think all of these guys know is is just a reality of of the game at this point, at least. So, um, what really bothered me though was kind of how it escalated afterward, and in particular how Joe West handled it. Because um, I didn't see any reason why Tim Anderson needed to be tossed from that game. That's the part of it where I think it it crossed over into something else. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100. percent I I still. And you know what really bothers me is the fact that that Joe West wasn't accountable afterwards, explaining his actions on why he threw Anderson out. It seemed very arbitrary. Exactly, I, and that's a, I'm I'm in the same boat because I kind of feel like that's a spot where you you should give an explanation. Where reporters come to you with a question about a decision like that, 
we'll walk them through why you decided to do it. Um, the unfortunate reality, I think we all know with Joe West, is sometimes it's just a matter of his ego or it's something that happens that he doesn't like and he, he overreacts, which is what I think happened yesterday. Um, so yeah, it, it's irritating that the umpire, there's no accountability there, at least that we can see. Maybe he, you know, with the league, there's, there's someone who approaches him. Um, but from the fan perspective, from the player perspective, you don't get to see any of that. So you don't know, uh, you know, what that conversation is. Why do you think we don't, as a public, accept celebration in baseball as readily as we accept it in basketball or football or hockey? It is, it's genuinely perplexing to me because for all, everything that baseball is trying to do to bring in the younger fan, that's a big part of what makes people want to watch. You see stuff like that. Like you watch the NBA guy gets, you know, has a nice dunk. He's going to celebrate a little bit. Guys celebrate touchdowns in the NFL, but baseball's got this, old tradition about almost being like stoic when you play you know you don't celebrate anything and I, I just I've never understood that I, I don't think that's healthy for the sport because um, it's fun to watch when guys celebrate a little bit again what what Tim did yesterday is he you know threw his bat a little bit and then he was looking toward his own dugout it's not even like he was going out of his way to show up the pitcher or the other team he was like he was celebrating with his teammate and so baseball is just still like they're holding on to this very old tradition about like not celebrating. And I, I just don't think that's a good thing. That's something that they've got to let go of. It, what's really interesting to me is the dichotomy between what major league baseball is trying to do, as you pointed out, Jared, that, that you have major league baseball putting out before the playoffs last year, a whole minute long promo saying, let the kids play. And, and, and this kind of flies in the face of that. And, I'm trying to figure out, is the issue the players or is the issue baseball in general? Because I, I tend to lean towards it's not baseball in general because MLB is trying to to bring more of this out of its stars. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we you have the MLB ad where you have to, all the guys lined up like at the press conference and it's let the kids play. You even have Francisco Lindor who <laughs> takes his mic and he – he pantomimes like he's hitting a home run and then drops the mic like it's a bat flip. So as an institution, the league, I think, is is taking the right step for, forward. But uh, some of these players, they just – they're not on board. Um, yesterday, Randall Gritchick with the uh, Blue Jays started tweeting about it um, and then, you know, never referenced him directly. But then, of course, Tim responds. And then Gritchick's response to Tim was, well, I wasn't talking about you specifically, which to me is a joke. Um, you know, when you tweet that within minutes of what happens with Tim Anderson, we all know who you're talking about. And so it's guys like him. And then it's guys like some of these retired players, like Aubrey Huff, who was chiming in, um, talking about like, act like you've been there before. And to me, the thing that doesn't make sense is how is celebrating not acting like you've been there before? If anything, Maybe you appreciate the importance of what you've done more than somebody who hasn't been there before. So I think it's a lot of these, um, a lot of these older players or, or players with much more, I don't even think traditional is the right word, but almost like stuffy attitudes about how the game should be played. And the crazy part about Anderson in particular is 
He hasn't been here before. He's never had a run of of offensive success like he's had in the first three weeks that he's had this year. Right. I mean, he's he's hitting out of his mind. He's never hit like this before. So if ever there's a time for him to celebrate, let it be now. I mean, you've you've had this huge success to start the season, and who knows where it's going to go over the course of the next few months. But you're seeing the ball as well as he is right now. Flip that bat every chance you get. Well, the other thing that I wonder about this, Jared, is is the reaction to it, Tim, with the bat flip or bat toss to be more accurate, the the bat toss and then the reaction to it, a good thing for baseball because it then becomes something that we're doing podcasts on or people are discussing via Twitter. I'm 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 not sure if the the negatives that that we feel about it are necessarily tethered to what the actual effect of it is. Yeah, I, I can see in the long in the long term where this might you know, we're slowly progressing in the right direction because we do talk about it. And because these days we have the good fortune of through social media where you can hear from players directly about how they feel. Um, Amir Garrett, the pitcher for the Reds, he tweeted about it yesterday. And I it gave what I thought was the, the most sensible response. Essentially, you know, if you're going to bat flip, maybe taking, taking a pitch in your next at bat is a part of it. But, uh, but ultimately, Garrett was saying, like, I'm not going to be offended because you, you bat flip, but I, I might respond in that way. And I think that's where the players themselves, they kind of understand that's the nature of it. Um, a lot of it is, as, as fans, I think we have to be better about accepting that, like, the way that these guys react to what they do doesn't always have to look the same way. I've been doing a lot of research lately on the unwritten rules of baseball. and. It's so interesting to me because of the the actual rules of the game are so difficult, and then you get to the, the unwritten rules of it. I'm I'm fascinated by how how these get disseminated, and and the messaging systems that go into a young player learning that that's not the way that you play. Or, and I'm putting that in in quotation marks, uh, of course, because I I do think that there. What gives me some hope, Jared, is that there's now been some distance between the, the Bob Gibsons of the world and what we saw yesterday mm-hmm. where maybe that messaging is becoming less and less. Yeah, and it, and I think a couple of things with that is, on one hand, who, who do we grant the right to pass down to younger players? Here's how we play. Here's the way it should be. You know, who are those people? Um and increasingly, major league rosters are filled with guys from all over the world. And so when you grow up in playing in Korea or Japan or the Dominican Republic or Venezuela, the way that you're taught to play is not going to be the same as a guy who grows up playing in Southern California or Texas. And so who is it that we're, we're saying it's your job to pass down these unwritten rules? Whose rules? Um, and so as these guys are becoming more open to styles of play in different parts of the world. I think that's a good thing um, that they're going to be more open to like some of these things that have been tradition for so long. Maybe they don't need to be. Some of these unwritten rules can change or just we can let go of them. Um, 
because they're just they're not healthy for the sport. Yeah, you're so right. The export exportation of baseball. I almost feel like baseball thought that the cultural exchange was only going to go one way. Yeah. That we were going to give baseball to to the world and there wasn't going to be um a a a reverse of that where the influences of the Korean League which is majestic in its bat flipping or or Japan or what goes on in Japan and that added to the mix what happens in the Caribbean countries what what happens everywhere that baseball is played isn't going to have some impact when you start bringing those players from what they're doing and adding it to the stew of major league baseball yeah i mean you can't bring guys here to the united states and say okay you you are going to adopt our way of playing the game but we're not going to accept anything about how you play it, it can't go that way you know you've got to be willing to to take on this is how guys in south america play this is how guys in korea play you know the the blessing of like the world baseball classic is i think it's given a lot of american fans a chance to see how games are played in in other parts of the world or in february if you watch the caribbean series you can see it's a much different feel to the game i think we all saw the clip of it was williams astudio um who hit the home run during the caribbean series last year and actually like got down and took a knee and just watched it what was most interesting to me after that though was no one was going after him. No one's plunking him in his next step bat. They're not clearing the benches. They're not fighting. It's such a different reaction to something like that, that if he were to do that during the season now with the Twins, I, we'd probably have a, a benches-clearing incident. And so, by all means, let, let's take on these aspects of how they play from other parts of the world because it can make our game more interesting. It can make it more fun to watch. As an American baseball geek, I was always so jealous at All-Star time because when you'd have the home run derby and you would have the collection of players from mostly the, the Latin American countries, like the way that they embraced each other and they celebrated each other throughout that, that week, I was always so jealous because I felt like the American players weren't having as much fun and it, I, I remember the moment when it's Adam Jones, right, who makes the catch at the end of the World Baseball Classic, and and there's yeah. this like great celebration there. But I felt like the, all of the American emotions in the game are so muted because of 150 years of well, this is the way that we do it here. Yeah, and it's taken us that long to to slowly move past that. Um, you know, we're not that far removed from players freaking out because Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry Bonds are, had their hats on backwards. Yes, you yes, know, and, which and that's is wild to think about now. But 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 and, and but to me, that's key, Jer, because Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. is the voiceover for the "Let the Kids Play" <laughs> ad, and and it, it, yeah. it's almost like baseball itself recognizes we might have screwed that up, so let's not do it again with this generation of players. Yes, and I and and I even saw I think it was the MLB Twitter account yesterday that tweeted out they had some images of Tim Anderson with some of his quotes after the game where he's saying like basically this is how I play I'm I'm not going to stop doing that which I thought was a good thing um, don't don't treat him like he's done something wrong you know from the official MLB account because I think that sends a message to not only fans but some of these players like hey this is this is the direction that we're moving and and 
maybe if you're, you know, for the Randall Gritchicks of the world, you got to get with it. Jared, thanks for your time, man. I truly appreciate your perspective. Yeah, thanks for having me on. That is Jarrett Willis. He does a great job of covering baseball for a lot of different outlets, including Forbes. And I that part where I'm talking to him about that jealousy, that is real. That, that is a real thing that as a fan, I would watch the Dominican players celebrate each other. And I would go, why don't the American players do that? Those guys seem like they're having a lot of fun. They're making it fun for me to watch the game. And I wish that American players would embrace this. There, there is a real history of this being a part of the game where no matter who ends up integrating into the game, and I'm using that word on purpose, they have to, in some cases, acquiesce to the status quo. We saw this early on where you had Negro League players that were coming into the game. And we can even use the example of Jackie Robinson alone, where Jackie Robinson, for the door to be open to other black players to get into the major leagues, couldn't react, wasn't allowed to to play with flair like the players in the Negro League, of which Jackie Robinson was a member of, surprisingly enough. That all of that has to live in this kind of muted space. He couldn't react, where... Some of the instances had this been if if a world if there's a world where Negro League players could have been a part of Major League Baseball early on, where the attacks against them would have been pushed back like tenfold. And I'm not talking about physical, I'm talking about the verbal jawing that went on in the Negro League and in, in some cases went on in Major League Baseball too in the early days of the sport, but were held inside the game instead of being used and celebrated. It's it's a really interesting phenomenon that ended up happening in, in the game. And I'm I'm glad that Jared and I could talk about this cuz it's a, it's a huge story. I think overall it'll end up being more good for baseball than bad because more people will get to talk about this topic and maybe we can push things forward. I think it's going to end up being great for Tim Anderson. I think that he, his profile in the game is going to be a much bigger profile than it is right now. I appreciate you listening to the, to the discussion. If you want to add something to it, you can tweet me, at Lawrence W. Holmes. That's where you can find me on Instagram as well. And we can talk about it. But I, I'll just tell you, as someone who used to be a baseball Neanderthal, I'm, I'm done with all of this stuff. Celebrate and enjoy yourself. And I say the same thing to the pitchers. You get a guy out, celebrate, shoot the arrow. The next time that Tim Anderson backflips on you, you strike him out. That he, the next time he comes to the plate and you celebrate right back. I think it'll make the game better. Thanks for listening. I'll get back at you tomorrow on Loho Daily.